Hi guys, I'm Nikhil. This podcast is my way of self-therapy wherein I talk about my life, the decisions I've made and the outcomes those decisions had. This is my humble attempt to try and help others who might be going through a tough time. The main idea here is that you listen to the problems I've faced and the way I dealt with them and then ask yourself if there was any better way to handle said problem. In this manner, I believe that you'll find yourself capable of dealing with the day-to-day struggles of existing in this world that we live in. So without any further ado, let's get into it. Now that all of you all know all the family members involved, it's time for me to take you through my journey. And in season 2 of this podcast, we're going to be dealing with a couple of locations. namely leh ladakh bangalore delhi delhi part 2 and then solur or coimbatore for those of you who aren't really familiar so let's start first of all at the beginning leh ladakh childhood chapter 1 Leh Ladakh Soon after my birth Brandon had to head back to Chandigarh where he was posted at the time Meanwhile Susan was still back at home with Charles Helen and Richard The first ever controversial thing to happen after I was born was when Brock and his wife decided to visit Brandon deliberately when Susan was in there Call it pettiness oh yeah you can't call it anything else This was especially annoying as they had never made an attempt to visit while Susan was there. This really pissed off Susan. The explanation Sandra gave her was that it was an impromptu trip and that it had all happened in a matter of hours. Having found out this rather annoying bit of news, Susan immediately called Richard in his office and gave him the full download. He asked her to calm down and told her that he was coming home. Susan awaited anxiously for her brother's return. Now this is where things become a little badass. Three things to keep in mind here. One is that Susan was heartbroken and after that the postpartum depression and things were starting to spiral out. The second was that Richard was a badass when it came to moments like this. And the third and the most important was that Brock and his wife were travelling by train. This meant that they'd take three days to reach Chandigarh. Naturally, Richard booked flight tickets, which meant that Susan would reach Chandigarh a day before Brock and his wife would. Now keep in mind that this was back when flying was a definite luxury. So the plan was all set. Susan's tickets were sorted out and the only thing left for her was to tell her mother-in-law about the change in plans. Sandra was dumbfounded upon hearing of this and tried her very best to stop Susan from following through. This is another instance where Susan really stood her ground. She made it very clear to Sandra that she was extremely hurt when Sandra decided to tell her about Brock's plan after they had boarded the train. not even giving her the courtesy of letting her know in advance especially as this was the first time Brock and his wife were going to visit Susan and Brandon in Chandigarh after their wedding
So that was that. Susan had packed a baby bag for Ma and a haversack for herself and was on flight to Chandigarh. Cut to the next day when Brock and his wife had reached the train station there and thanks to the fact that Brandon had already given them the details of his address, they were on their way to his house. Much to Brock's surprise, when he rang the bell, it was Susan who opened the door for them. Brock's jaw hit the ground. He stuttered, trying to ask her how she was there before they had reached. Also owing to the fact that Brock's minuscule but petty plan had a fallout, he was quite disheartened. Nevertheless, Susan put on a show and handled it with finesse. Now coming to Leila Dark. Imagine this. You have a baby, only a couple of months old, and you're living in a place notorious for its sub-zero temperatures, quite literally. Negative 14 as long as I stayed there. So a couple of things happened whilst I was there or so I'm told. A really funny tale was the fact that I was the only boy child in that entire air force base and the bachelor officers there took full advantage of me. I was a babe magnet apparently. Sadly, how times have changed. Anyways, their idea of entertainment was to take me away and then make me tickle the other girl children at the weekend parties. I never saw the point to this, but then yeah, a major event in the formative years of my childhood. What a ride. Another really significant event happened while we were still there. So, it was another Wednesday in the life of a baby, and there I was in a pair of shorts walking around with all my toys in hand. Due to the extreme cold, all the houses had heavy carpeting in all the rooms. As I walked my way across the living room, I tripped on a rolled-up corner of the carpet and fell down, managing to hit my head on one of the toys. Susan was on the phone and heard a sudden thud. Call it motherly instinct or just common sense, but she ran towards the sound and found me there crying. She picked me up and consoled me while walking back to the phone. As she continued her conversation, She felt me repeatedly slipping away from her. When she finally looked at my face, my eyeballs had rolled back owing to a concussion which would be later discovered as being the result of the fall that I had. Susan's blood froze. She called out for Brandon frantically. As soon as he saw my condition, He took me in his arms and made a run for the senior medic on base and Susan followed. Mind you, all Brandon had on was a lungi, a South Indian garb that men wear, and all Susan had on was a nighty. They ran through the thick snow desperate to reach the medic. When they finally did reach the medic's house, to their luck, the medic had invited other doctors from his unit for a dinner that night. Everyone sprang into action and concluded that I was to be immediately airlifted to the command hospital in Delhi. Susan and me were airlifted out of Leh and taken directly to the command hospital. Once there, it was confirmed that I had a concussion and a hairline fracture in my skull. Now to be honest, I thought that this was like the coolest thing ever. The fact that I have managed to crack my skull was really something else. How many people can say that? But anyways, I digress. So once the doctors gave me a proper once over, I was cleared and Susan and I were free to head back to Leh. 
Now for two of the coolest things I think I've ever done. So Susan was all packed and me, I was just chilling as babies usually do. Now for the first cool thing that I did. Susan and I were at the Delhi airport waiting to board the flight to Leh. Susan was at a snack counter trying to get some milk to feed my hungry ass and I was there by her side clinging tightly onto her jeans. As she was getting my feeding bottle filled up, she hears a shrill scream from afar. At this point, Susan till date swears by the fact that she had a spidey sense that her son, that is me, was somehow involved. And she was right. I certainly did play a part in it. She looked down and as clear as day, there I was, missing. She then noticed a small group forming nearby and then loud laughter. She slowly walked towards the group, all the while hoping that it wasn't going to be about me. But as soon as she reached them, there I was, in the arms of a beautiful air hostess and having a laugh marathon. Susan waited patiently, hoping that I would return to her on my own accord. But I was just having too much fun. Embarrassed to her core, she slowly walked up to them and then told them that I was her son. They continued laughing and as Susan took me back into her arms, she asked them what had happened. One of the pilots in the group began to explain. He said that I had walked up to the air hostess who was holding me and had grabbed her in a tie, owing to the really short uniform. Also, because of the training that the bachelors had given me during the parties in Leh, I apparently knew that this would elicit laughter. Susan was melting where she stood when she heard what had happened. With an awkward and apologetic smile, she slowly disappeared into the crowd. After all this, Susan and I finally boarded the flight to Leh. But due to poor visibility, the aircraft came back to Delhi. Once the flight had landed, Susan walked towards the enquiry counter to check for availability of rooms at the airport to stay the night. She held my hand as I walked next to her. But the second she left me to take out her tickets to show at the counter, I managed to escape. She would only notice this a couple of minutes later when she hears a loud cheer near one of the conveyor belts. Once again, her spidey sense was tingling. She knew that I was behind all this. She dropped her bags and ran towards the noise as usual. She saw that everyone standing there was taking pictures and laughing their guts out. When Susan frantically looked to find out what the source of all this commotion was, there I was. I had somehow managed to climb onto a moving conveyor belt and having executed this adventurous task, I then reaped the glory. As per what Susan has told me, I was sitting there going round and round, smiling at all the people fighting to click a picture of me. Once again, Susan had to suffer the embarrassment of getting me back. She stumbled through all my fans and then somehow managed to lift me off the conveyor belt. This to date remains one of the weirdest things I've done. This brings us to the end of chapter 1 of season 2. I shall be back with the next chapter in about 2 days time. And that too should be a light and breezy one. Talking mostly about my upbringing and some of the crazy shit I've pulled back in the day. So I hope you enjoyed listening to this as much as I enjoyed recording it. So until next time. <laughs>